If you have core values in the business, I would relay them to all aspects of your life. If you would not do business with someone for a decade, do not do business with them for a day. It's one of the Nivalisms that I like a lot. Welcome to The Game, where we talk about how to sell more stuff to more people in more ways and build businesses worth owning. I'm trying to build a billion-dollar thing with Acquisition.com. I always wish Bezos, Musk, and Buffett had documented their journey, so I'm doing it for the rest of us. Please share and enjoy. I'm going to walk you through the true competitive edge uh, that our companies have had in outperforming other companies. And if you don't know who I am, I'm a business investor. I own Acquisition.com, which is a portfolio of companies that does about $85 million a year, and I have nothing to sell you. All right, so my name is Alex Ramosi, and um, we recently actually just sold a 66% stake in two of our portfolio companies for, at a $46.2 million valuation. And so I don't sell any, any courses, any masterminds, any coaching programs, any mentorships. Um, I make these because I had a lot of pain uh, coming up in, in learning these things, and I hope that my pain is not in vain, and uh, I like it because it rhymes too. And so what I want to show you is probably one of the most important questions that you have to answer that will ultimately inform your ability to compete within the marketplace. And so there are kind of two schools of thought around business, right? You've got the kind of brain brain side, there's my brain, and then you've got kind of the heart side of business. And the heart side is typically ignored because this one is very quantifiable and this one is not. But the thing is, is that I would make the argument and Layla and I would both make the argument that this side even though it may sound touchy-feely, is actually the more important side. And I'll give you a couple of examples before I give you some tactics around this. So when you've seen like Remember the Titans or when you see uh, a new coach come into a football team, the actual strategy of the football game hasn't fundamentally changed. The rules of the, of the game are the same. And typically the strategy of the team doesn't overarchingly change either. They just actually do it better. And so the doing it better and the higher output from each person, a lot of times is not like 20% more. A lot of times you can get two times, four times, eight times more out of the same people because they believe in what they are doing. And so the thing is, is that they may, that might sound like one of these motivational videos of like, you have to watch Remember the Titans together and then everyone's kumbaya, but there's actually the real conversations that have to occur in order to make the business grow. And so there's, there's lots of core questions that inform the heart decisions of the company. And so I want to focus today on just one of them, right? And so I'll, I'll give you an example of some of them. So it's like, why do we exist? That is a very important question that you have to answer and it has to be answered well. How do we behave? What are our values? Is an example of a question that matters a lot. Who is in charge? right? During what decisions? Like those are important. Uh, you know, who does what? Those are all important questions. But the one I want to focus on is the second one that I mentioned, which is how do we behave? All right. And the reason that this is so important is that it's one thing to know where you're going, but it's another thing to know how you're going to get there. And so this is just as true in business partnerships and marriage in terms of what you want uh, to have happen and how you want to get there as it is in business, okay? And so what I wanna do is actually just walk you through the three values that we have at acquisition.com and why we believe them. And so from an overarching perspective, the way to come to values um, is to look at what are the non-negotiables, okay? And so what I mean by that is, and, and every company is different because the core thing about values is that they have to be things that are true and innate to you, right? Like for example, at Southwest, uh, have fun is one of their core values. And if 
someone does not want to have fun or does not believe in the processes that they do to have a good time, then that is a non-negotiable for them. That person cannot work at that company. It is a fireable offense. And so these are not aspirational. These are not things that you would like to have. These are things that are core to who you are as a person and as a team. All right. And so when you decide on these non-negotiables, they are by their very nature non-negotiable, which means that you hire based on these, you fire based on these. And these are the core spirit of the team. And some of the mistakes that I see when people make values is that one, they don't draw the line in the sand. And so one of the core things about a value is that it has to, you have to be able to say, this is not this, right? You have to be able to say, okay, between justice and mercy, we lean towards justice or we lean towards mercy, which means you have to repel people with your values, all right? And so if your values do not repel people, then they are not values, they are platitudes, okay? And so it's very important. The next thing is that when you're making your values, the values themselves need to be ideally said in words that you would normally say. So if you have little sayings inside of your community, then then a lot of times those can become some of the values you have. So for example, at Gym Launch, uh, one of our first portfolio companies, uh, speed is king, do the boring work. These were different ways. I mean, we could just say work ethic, but that's not the way we would have said it. We could have said be fast or fast turnaround times, but speed is king was the way we would have said it, okay? And so some of the things that I've learned with this is also, you can't have too many values. You have to be very selective at the, the true core values of the company, all right? And so if you're, you know, between two, a lot of times you just have to chunk up uh, and kind of get a broader value, but they become the core. And I think that what we have found is that three is the sweet spot. And that number has continued to distill down over time, but I think three is the amount that your human brain can comprehend as lenses to make a decision, right? And the reason these values are so important is that when you scale the company, you have to scale decision-making, which means you have to scale the frame with which you duplicate the decision-making process, which is, should I hire this person, even though Alex is not involved in this, do they align with the core values? And the more stringent the values, the easier it is to have a black and white example of, I think this person meets two out of the three or one out of three, but we only accept three out of three. And I will tell you this as an additional point, if you have core values in the business, I would relay them to all aspects of your life. If you would not do business with someone for a decade, do not do business with them for a day. It's one of the Navalisms that I like a lot. And so if you wouldn't, if you don't want to deal with this client for a decade, don't deal with them for a day. If you wouldn't deal with this employee for a decade, don't deal with them for a day. You have to, and, and the extent to which you hold your line of intolerance around these truly non-negotiables will dictate the health of the organization. And if you make these non-negotiables and realize that there are people in your organization, in your client base that do not ascribe to these then you must make the changes to fix it. And that is the pruning of the tree that will ultimately grow the tree. All right, these are the short-term pains for the long-term gains. All right, so what I wanna do is walk you through the three that we have, that we look for in the entrepreneurs of the companies uh, that, that, that own the portfolio companies that we invest in, uh, that we look for internally in terms of the employees that we hire and grow onto our team. So this is both internal and external for us. And then finally, what we hold ourselves to. All right, and so these are the three for acquisition.com. Number one is unimpeachable character. And as we were coming up with these over time, we had like, uh, you know, like loyalty was something that was really important to us. Like absolute integrity was something that was really important to us. Like long-term minded was something that was really important to us. And we were like, we had all these words on the board and whatnot, but it was like, 
what's the what's the what's the through line on this? What's the thread that kind of weaves all these things together? And for us, it was we just want to deal with people who have unimpeachable character. If someone has a wisp or an edge that just feels a little bit off, these are things that earlier in my career I would I would rationalize and be like, but they have all these other things. And the the more seasoned I've gotten this, the more I just don't negotiate on it. It's like if I don't feel like this person has unimpeachable character, I want to do business with them. And it's because if I wouldn't do it, and a great frame of this is like, would I do business with this person for a decade? No, then I don't want to do business with them for a day. So here's three frames that you can look at that I like a lot, right? And this is a, this is a little story that I got from a, a friend of mine who was talking to somebody who was on SEAL Team 6, and they were explaining the difference between people who were SEALs versus people who were on SEAL Team 6, right? And he said, listen, at this level, every single Naval C- Navy SEAL would lay down their life for another guy. He's like, that's kind of the ticket of entry to just be a SEAL, right? He's like, but the people who are on Team 6, he's like, we have other things that we have to look at, Right. He's like the heart problem is someone who's, who has an ego, but is a really high performer because they become cancers on the team, right? And a lot of us have these people or have had these people in our companies. And I can tell you, they are such a cancer. Like you don't know the damage they are doing to your culture, which is ultimately affecting the overall company performance. All right. But the first, the first through line here for us and the easiest one is like, if we see someone who has an ego, then we already know that they're not going to be, they're not going to be receptive to feedback. They're going to point fingers. They're going to always think that their idea is best. Uh, and they're going to think they're better. And ultimately, we just don't want to do it with that type of person, right? But here's two, two questions that they asked uh, in Team 6 that I really liked a lot. He says, not only can I trust this person with my life, he said, can I trust this person with my wife? Can I go and leave and leave my wife with this guy for a month and expect nothing to happen? Can I expect no passing comments? Can I expect no moves, no flirts, no stray looks because they have unimpeachable character? The, the second one was, can I trust this person with my money? If I were to give this person way more money than they have ever had and say, I'm going to leave. I need you to hold on to this. I don't know when I'm going to be back, but I will be back for it. Can I wait a month? Can I wait a year? Can I wait a decade and expect for that money to be sitting in the same corner that I left it? And these are just questions that I ask when I'm looking at someone and thinking like, Does this person have unimpeachable character? Under what conditions do I think I could put, what hot water could I put this tea bag in and see what's on the inside come out, right? And so these are, when you're asking questions and and for us, when we're asking questions on interviews for uh, candidates uh, for the company, but also when we're asking questions to the entrepreneurs, what we're looking for is not even their answer, but how they answer them to give us insight into their character. And so for us, unimpeachable character is the absolute foundation upon which everything we have is built. All right. The second one is sincere candor. And the reason that this is so important is that we believe that you cannot make progress without feedback. And if you can't give feedback, then you cannot identify the deficits that exist in order to improve them. And so for us, having sincere candor is two aspects. One of them is having the self-awareness to accurately identify a situation and deliver the feedback that is good, but also to be on the other side of this and have the humility to receive feedback, not take it personally, and to improve as a result, right? And so we look at this on the uh, portfolio company side, the entrepreneurs that we invest in, and then also on the team side of the candidates that we choose to bring in. Do we think that this person can take feedback? Do we think this person has the intellectual wherewithal, the emotional awareness to to give feedback in a way that is that is useful and constructive, right? Those are the types of things that really matter in an organization because when you have these unspoken things and these wounds or these resentments, what happens is the space 
starts to fill up between people and then their communication becomes less effective. And fundamentally, like running a company is based on how well you can communicate. It's clarity of communication. And so that is why this is so important for us um, as an investment company and also in terms of the companies that we look look into to, to help grow. And so the third piece here is competitive greatness. All right. And I think, and we borrowed this from John Wooden because Layla and I are both huge fans of his, which is, are you at your best when your best is needed? The enjoyment of a hard challenge. That is how he defines it. But if you're thinking about this, and this is how the value should stack up when you're looking at your own values, which is how do we behave within your company? The three values should give you a vibe for the company overall. Like if you read these three things, you should think to yourself, okay, people with unimpeachable character, who have sincere candor, and competitive greatness. This should give you a vibe of the type of place that this might be, right? Now, if you were to look at, if, you're, if I were to list off, do the boring work, speed is king, have humility. Now, there might be some similarities there between these ones and our gym watch one, though don't sugarcoat it, right? Which is kind of a different version of sincere candor, different flavor, same concept, right? Is that you should be able to read those values and say like, I think I get the vibe for this place. And you should also be able to say, I don't think this person will fit in. And so imagine you're interviewing someone and you're like, okay, I think this person can both give and receive feedback. Okay. And they can do that effectively. Great. I think they're pretty solid, you know, like I think they're very solid people. I think they have unimpeachable character. When I think about the different um, different things and stressors I would expose them to, I think that they would hold strong. But it's like, ooh, I don't know if they're like really driving. I don't know if they're ambitious. I don't know if they really want to like take the hill and do big shit, right? Well then, but they have two out of the three. I think they could still maybe fit for the role. It's like, no, if these are non-negotiables, then they are non-negotiables. And you have to continue to massage these until you get exactly the true core that gives you that triangle, the three lenses to look through. If you have 10 values, it's impossible to make a decision, right? It's, it's, it's also almost impossible to think through candidates. There's too many lenses. And so that is why we found three to be the sweet spot for us, right? And so, and look at a different one. Let's say you've got somebody who's competitively great, super ambitious, super hard charging, right? Can accept and give feedback, but you don't think their character's there. Like you think if, if things got hard, they would revert to something different. Well, then that's somebody that you don't want on the team because things are going to be hard in the future. You could, that's a virtual guarantee that within business, things will get hard. And so you're just predicting what's going to happen in the future and just avoiding the landmine. And so what I've also learned as a tangible side note is that a lot of times success in business is just making fewer mistakes. It's trying to avoid the dumb decisions, trying to avoid the people that are going to become cancerous in your company more than it's making very smart moves. And so um, a lot of times... Uh, the level of activity continues to decrease as we weathered and scaled our, our, our portfolio. But I think the skill with which we execute the things has improved because we are just more deliberate and we try, we still make plenty of mistakes, but we try to make fewer of the dumb ones over time. And so this is for making the values within your business. What are the things that you stand for? What are the non-negotiables in the company? What are the things that you want all of your clients to adhere to? What are the things that you want all of your team to adhere to? And what are the lenses that we can use to truly draw a line in the sand and say, this person does not fit in. And if most people don't fit to the non-negotiables that you have, good. Most people shouldn't be in your company. All right. So lots of love. Mosey Nation, if you're new, welcome. Um, I make these because I went through a lot of pain and suffering to try and figure this stuff out. Um, and I hope that that pain is not the pain. Um, lots of people are broke. Don't want you to be one of them. Bye.